There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. The last night I began the, uh, the process of renewing my passport. This is the yeah. first time I've sat down to do anything like this in 15 years almost. Well, you're renewing it because this past year you've you accumulated a bunch of vacation days yeah. and you feel like you didn't really take any trips. No, I'll tell you exactly. I, I basically, I'm tired of seeing other people go on trips, especially international trips. Yeah. And me not going on international trips. And I'm like, you know what? I'm 40. I have the vacation time. I have the Sky Miles. I have all of the things. And the problem has basically been, I don't have anybody to go with me. I know. And it, it was a bummer because my my twin brother was my, would always go with me. Yep. But he's got a, nine, a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old and he's married. And, you know, other people, it's just tough. So especially when it comes to international. Yes. You have to get other people on board. So I just decided I was going to take a page out of your book, Anna. Yeah. For once. Well, that's, no, I went through, I know for once, this is like the only time you'll probably ever I say that. I like that. I, I went through the same thing. It was a couple years ago. I had never been out of the country and I was like, gosh, I really want to just get out of the country. I don't even care where. I want to go everywhere. And no one could go with me. Either they didn't have money or they have families. Yeah. And I'm like, this is stupid. So I went with a tour group and I, that's when I went to Greece and it was the best thing ever. So now I'm going with the same company yeah. to Thailand in May and I'm going by myself. Yeah. But you're going with a group so you can make friends if you yeah. want. Well, if you want alone time, Jess. You well, can here's the thing too, though. Like it is not my gut instinct to go with a tour group because as an introvert, that really means I have to meet people and start talking to people and yeah. force myself and I've decided that that would be a good challenge for me. That would be a good thing for me to do. And it helps to have a tour group because it's kind of like having training wheels on your vacation. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. you get your your free moments, but you also know that you have things booked out and they've sort of done the research for you. Especially when it's international. Like, this isn't like you're just going to California and you right. can go pick thing. out restaurants. Like, when you're in another country, you, it's kind of overwhelming. You don't even know what to do a lot of the time. So... So I am excited to get the ball rolling on that. But the only thing I have left to do with this passport renewal is I have to take a very specific photo. They require a photo with like no shadows and like a white background and I can't smile and it has to be a certain two inches by two inches. I'm well, like, wait. this is the most stressful part of this whole thing. I can help you. I we would can like, do it in here. The walls we? are white. Okay. Oh, cool. Look, I'm just going to take care of that today. All right, no smiling. <laughs> Get that, wipe that smile away, young man. I know, passport photos are so ugly. Like, oh, so, all right. So there's this 10-year-old boy in the UK, and he is wanting to cancel 
the nerd emoji. Explain the nerd emoji. So if you, the nerd emoji, which is a, it's a little face that has glasses and little like buck teeth, but it can look different depending on if you, do you have an iPhone? Do you have an Android? Are you on the emoji website? So it can look different, but on an iPhone, it's this little face and it's got glasses and then buck teeth. And he says, it's insulting. He has glasses and he thinks that they should put a regular smile on it, not the buck teeth. And they should call it the genius emoji. He's like, this hurts my feelings. I got glasses. I don't want to. I'm not a nerd. And he made a little petition. This kid is 10 years old. He made a petition, and he's been getting some signatures. He has like 200 signatures on it. Um, um, okay. Like, I don't um, like the nerd emoji. I mean, I've never used the nerd emoji. You're a regular user of it. You send it to it. me. Yeah. I use it all the time because, it, yeah. It's you cute. know, it's kind of, yeah. I'd say cute is a good word for it. It makes sense coming from you. You're just like, mm. Oh, I just imagine if that, that emoji could make noise, noise like, it would be like, 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 like you're like, well, you know, when people are like, yeah, uh, there it is. Whatever. Burp, burp, burp. I don't even know what that means. Whatever. Um, but have I ever told you that sometimes I struggle with emojis? So I only send, we talked about this yesterday. I only send like four emojis and they're the most basic. It's your typical smiling emoji. Uh, I'm definitely using the rolling on the floor laughing emoji. I use that a lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, I've never used the crying Laughing emoji. I don't think I've ever used that emoji. Uh, occasionally, I'll throw a heart in there, and that's about it. Who but are you sending hearts to? I I don't ever get don't hearts. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't right. worry about it. <laughs> Not mm. to your friends, I see. Don't worry. No, right. good friends. Okay. <laughs> so no, no, no. But I, you know, in in the past when I've been in relationships or if I'm talking or you know dating somebody, I've had emojis show up, and I'm like, I don't know what that emoji means. I've literally gotten online and like looked Whoa. up the meaning because some of them there's somewhere somebody almost looks like kind of they're like hmm they look kind of down and it's almost <laughs> like they're they're um oh boy depressed? yeah Bad. a little depressed yeah. but it's actually they're blushing there's like a blushing emoji that's super confusing to me yeah I'm I, like oh I that's feel like you might be looking a, a little too deeply into this well it, it, they mean <laughs> a lot of things so my point being sometimes if somebody sent like if somebody sends an emoji and it's a super short text like, uh, you know, tonight was fun. And then they send an emoji. It's like the context of the sentence could be changed by that specific emoji. I agree with you. I still think you're overthinking I'm not this. over. Well, if you're you know what I am. Googling emojis, I think it means whatever you want it to mean. I mean, for the most part, I don't think anyone sends an emoji if they are seriously upset. Yes, correct. Yes, they do. Who? Well, that's a good what? point. If I, you are like, I'm not talking about, let's uh, say someone at work's getting on my nerves and I'm like, oh, I can't stand that person with saying. the yeah, like yeah, angry yeah, yeah, yeah. face. I'm annoyed, but I'm not yeah. like seriously angry or like, you know. Is that when you use the letter K? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're really annoyed. Then I might just say, okay. Or yes, if I'm, if you're actually angry or upset you're not using emojis. You're probably just sending a short sentence or not with a period or not responding. Mm. Yeah. So right. do you see what I'm, where I'm going with this? I know. So if someone's just, sending nice you an um, an blech, I can't talk, an mm. emoji, mm. you're probably on the right path. All right. Okay. All right. Thank Is you that? for explaining that sort of to me. My brother went through a phase where he didn't realize he was sending a kissing emoji to people. Like the what? kissy, the kissy face emoji. Why was he sending It was that? just like hearts. He thought it was just like hearts. Like I love this thing, but it's, it's the kissy face. <laughs> Like, with hearts all around it. 
And it was like our best, one of our really good friends had to point it out. Like, why are you sending me the kissy face? And he's like, oh my God, I've been sending that to everybody. Oh, no. Poor Joe. Your boss, see you at work today. Mwah. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Yes, it's your turn today. We've got our jar. Oh. Whoa. All right. Dig around for a question in here. It's this little mason jar. So cute with beads that I decorated. And questions inside. Jesse, what is something weird that you don't tell most people? Um, well, you could write a book on this. <laughs> uh, no, I got to tell you because of my job, I've gotten really good at sharing things about myself. Exactly. On the air. And you know, I, I, before I answer your question, we, we had this conversation, I think yesterday, about like what makes me a quirky person, yeah. right? We talked about this. You said, Jesse, you're a quirky person. Like, for example, like, you say that I time how long I brush my teeth yeah. or whatever. Like that. Yeah. I, people think I'm quirky because I share these things. I think everybody does these things. I just have to talk about it. I talk about it for my job. So I'm just going to leave you with oh, that right. before I, I go ahead and answer your question. I don't Here's know if everybody question. does it. <laughs> Here's okay, the, here's the answer to your question. Something that weird that most people. My dog in the morning is obsessed with my morning breath. He, ew. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That is so gross. And I found this out Ugh. like a couple of years ago. And I was like, why? <laughs> and, uh, I just, you know, roll over to, like, he sleeps in bed with me. Yeah. I roll over the look on Anna's face. I, well, I roll I'm, over in the morning and I brush my teeth before bed and everything. Like, it's not like well, I've no, got. No, everyone has of, bad breath when they wake up. Yeah, it's That's, not great. Yeah. But I, I roll over to scratch his belly in the morning and he just, he, he will lean in. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's weird. Ew, it's that gross. is so I gross. know. I know. Okay. So. I know. It's, it, I, but I don't go around telling people <laughs> this because it just implies that I have awful breath, which most people don't have great breath in the morning. They don't. But then it also implies I, I, my dog is very weird. Like, no, it doesn't. Your dog likes they the like smell smells of you. Of they, yeah, they he do. knows that it's your smell. I guess, um, and it's like, bro. Dogs usually, I feel like, don't like pleasant smells. They love a something that. No, doesn't he doesn't smell come good. sniff me when I put like cologne on. Or yeah, he doesn't care about that. Yeah, so, so it's just a dog thing. I get that, but are you? <laughs> it's you, weird. I know. Why do I just picture you every morning? Like, good morning. Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little extra whiff. <laughs> no, we don't do that. Do you do No, don't I lie. do not purpose. Like, You're red. We just a lot of H words like, hello. <laughs> to your dog. How are you? He's just oh, wagging his tail. This is great. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. So. I don't have a dog or anything like that, but yeah, I've like... Uh, you Your know, cats my, my never ex, did this? I did have cats a while back. No, I didn't allow them to sleep with me. So that's a whole nother story. But I do remember my ex-boyfriend, his dog uh, was kind of like that too in the morning. Same 
Yeah, I think, like, I really do think it's just a dog thing. They okay. want to see what's going better. on. I, yeah, it's not just Jackson. I would be, I would be, so hopefully as I'm telling this story, listeners are like, yeah, like, I don't ever tell anybody, but yes, I know what you're talking about, Jesse. Think of, yeah, just think of all the places that your dog likes to stick his nose. Okay, see, now. Well, that's all I said. You are kind of comparing my dog's wrong. butt to my mouth. I, so, um, I'm just saying. The, you're saying that they so, like well, all the bad smells. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the mouthwash on the nightstand from now on. My nephews are obsessed with Legos. They have like my my little brothers. They had Legos when they were growing up, and my mom saved all of them. So now my nephews have like all of their Legos. Oh, really? And then they have their own, and they have just hundred thousand. I would say thousands of Legos. Like, that is awesome that they get all of the old ones too. All the old ones. Like it's intense how big their collection is, and so I'm really excited to take them. It's the first Lego-inspired cafe, not only in Cincinnati, but in the entire United States. And it's opening this weekend. It's called the Brickery Cafe and Play. It'll be Newport on the Levee. Yeah. Officially opens on Friday. And then on Saturday, Saturday they're doing this big, uh, like, event. And they'll have a Lego celebrity. He's on a season of Fox's Lego Masters, which I don't know. Mm -hmm. His name is Paul Wellington. Okay. I feel like if you're a, a big Lego nerd, then you probably know who that is. He'll be there, like, signing autographs and stuff. I mean, people who like Legos... There are Lego adults, you know, that build the the really intricate kits. Yeah. Do you know oh what I'm no, no, about? I get it. They build like the the Star Wars ships and all of that. Yeah. I went through a Lego phase. Just me, Did you? not my brother. I have an identical twin. Uh, no, not him. Just me. I went through that phase maybe when I whatever fifth grade was. I don't remember. Really? How old are you in fifth grade? Like ten? Maybe sure. something like that. Oh. So, but anyway. They had introduced this new thing in Legos at the time, and it was called pneumatics. And it's basically these little air pump hoses, and you can make like drawbridges raise up. You oh, can yeah. make things do it all with make air. Make move, yeah. Make things move. This is not battery powered, nothing. And I got obsessed. And you know me, Anna, like I have a little bit, I feel like a little bit like an engineer's brain where I like to take things apart mm. and I like to understand why things work the way yeah. they do. And I was hooked. So. I was able to bring my stuff into a show and tell. Oh, and, uh, did you? Get my little words of affirmation from my <laughs> teacher and my classmates. Like, oh wow, it is really neat. So, that was cool. There was a guy once. He he had wanted to go out with me. I never went out with him, but he um, built Legos. And he lived in the same complex as me. And mm -hmm. so I'd see in his window, he had like huge, like Ferris wheel, like a ton of giant Lego I think sculptures. I think it's cool. In like, his window. I'm like, dang. Because some people want to put together puzzles, you know, at home, like the little. It's just like The that. jigsaw puzzles. Or in your free time, like if you want to put together like a super complicated Lego, like a Ferris wheel, like you said. It's a 3D said, puzzle. I totally, I I'm don't have I don't do that. I don't really see myself as doing that, but I get why somebody would. Or if somebody gave me one, I absolutely would put it together. Would put it together. I know. I think I, sometimes I'll sit down with my nephews and really? and mess around with them. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. This will also be cool because it says that they will sell new Legos, of course, because it's gonna. Oh, I, this cafe, the Brickery, it'll have some food and drinks, and then it'll also have things that you can buy like merchandise and then there's oh. like interactive games and things that you'll be able to do but they're Let's like we're, we're gonna sell new and used legos and that's a great idea oh i like because think of the people who just have yeah. yeah that's a that's so cool so all right so let's put a link up on this on our facebook page the jesse and anna facebook page i know you were not a fan of this policy when you heard that some schools anna are rolling out 
a no cell phone policy. Yeah, I didn't really like the idea of teachers taking away the kids' phones, right? Is that how it worked? They can't use them. They cannot use the phones during the school day. They, there's a certain time. So, for example, there was a, uh, there's a school district up in Minnesota. It's a middle school. One year ago, they said kids have to turn in their phones in the morning at 810, and then they get them back at 240 in the afternoon. Yeah. So they're encouraged to leave their phones in their lockers. If they're caught... With their phone, their phone is then taken away. Like, you can't have your phone. Like, Yeah. And the reason they did it is they were like, there was no, but they were like, they call them, there was no cross-the-table conversations. There was no interaction in the hallways. And it was just like eating up all of their lives. People weren't like acting like regular people. And they said after a year, they have noticed, the teachers have noticed a night and day difference. Kids are like talking to one another. They're sitting at the lunch table talking to each other. Uh, teachers obviously are getting a lot more of the students' attention. Yeah, they say not one complaint from parents. Parents are like, "Cool, sweet," wow. and the kids are going along with it. But my thing is, I experienced this. Remember back in March, I went to the Kevin Hart comedy yeah. show, and you you had to turn in your cell phone. You nobody in the entire Nutter Center had a cell phone or a smartwatch. Yeah, and it was the first time in probably 15, 20 years where. I saw no nothing glowing in the dark. Yeah, uh, everybody's head was up. Nobody was looking down. It was a, it was like a good human experience. No, absolutely, and I agree with you in that aspect. Like, I, I think it's great to have moments in your life where you everyone puts the phone down and it's just fully just people interacting with each other. Uh, my problem came with I don't like people having control of my phone or taking my phone that's where mine came from like no that's mine like I want to be able to access it if I need to or if I you know an emergency comes up but hearing this from the school uh, that's that sounds really good my mind might be changed if even if they haven't gotten any complaints from parents they, and the they, students, they were surprised they were like oh, I'm surprised we'd... so that hearing that alone I think is swaying my opinion on the school thing um if parents and students can get behind it and teachers then I I can't really argue with that yeah uh, it shocked me I thought for sure that that plan was gonna fail <laughs> no I mean it's I mean I can only see the upside to it is if you're not distracted. By the way, this goes for adults too. No, I agree. Uh, but I, I guess my thing is that as an adult, when I go out with friends or when I go and do things, if I'm engaged in a conversation with them, I'm not on my phone. I know how to put my phone down and just sit and talk and be with my friends. I can leave it in my purse and I don't even check it. And I'm like, oh, someone's been trying to call me. Not everybody has that willpower. Not everyone can do that. I don't even think it's a willpower. I definitely don't have willpower. I have no self-control. I think my thing is that if I'm actually engaged in something and I'm enjoying my time, then I don't care about my phone as much. But mm. again, not everyone works that way. Well, if you want to see this, uh, we'll put this story up on our Facebook page. The updates on this after a year of a middle school not allowing cell phones. The solar eclipse is happening big time next April. I love it. When's the last time this happened? What was it, 2017? 2016? Uh, it was either 2017 or 2018. Okay, so it was a few years ago, and it's coming back next year, next April, and that is where the sky goes completely black, right? And then what, the sun and moon, like, collide, and there's just a ring of of fire, essentially. Uh, uh, Let me go ahead and explain. Wow, that sounded very, uh, like, Armageddon-like, the way you described (laughs) the sun and moon collide. So what happens, not that, but what happens is the 
Moon covers up the sun, and it's covered. It's at the right distance, same and everything's thing. at the right distance. Not the same thing, <laughs> and it blocks out the sun. If you are in the path of totality, which is, as I'd like to say, the money shot, mm. that is uh, that's oh the place to be. If you're not in the money shot, it's uh, it's okay. It gets a little dim. It gets a little orangish, yellowish outside. But I can tell you, if you're not in the darkness. You, you might as well just not even go outside. That's from a person that's been in the path of totality before. I, okay, I would, I'll would i agree with you. If you can make it to the path of totality, go and check it out. I've not seen that yet, so I'm really excited to experience that next year. But I did go out, not in the path of totality. Mm. The last time it happened, it wasn't life-changing, but it was still it was still cool. It was still different looking. It is um, different. It so is. It is. It kind of turns a little. It looks like dusk a little bit. It starts to get a little dimmish. But what I can tell you, this is why I'm so passionate about it. Because you really what I, I know, and I get very defensive on it. It, it is life changing if you have actually seen it for real. Yeah, I believe you, you. I can't quite explain it to other people, but imagine it's like right now, and somebody puts their thumb on the dimmer switch, which is the sun, and within 30 seconds, all of a sudden, it's like. Oh, it's dark. It's I see stars now. Yeah. I, I porch lights come on because it's dark and yeah. things start happening. And it depends on where you're at, how long it'll last. When I saw it in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, it was like four something minutes. The good news this time, though, we don't have to go far. I think it's like probably what thirty, forty minutes north. Yeah, it's not far at all. So Butler County is actually preparing right now because you got to think about it. Butler County isn't generally experiencing like a huge influx of like travelers at any given time. Right. So they're getting ready for it because they know that a lot of people, especially from the Cincinnati area, maybe even Dayton, uh, might want to go and check this out. And they have the, what is it called? The Pyramid a hill sculpture park mm. in Butler County. They say that that will probably be one of the best places there to view the eclipse. They're even going to have like a little viewing party like the the day before and get everyone excited. So they're getting ready for that. They're expecting five around 500 visitors. Yeah, I was going to say like if you go to like where it's the craziest spot, I don't know where that's going to be this time. Um, definitely plan to just go ahead and stay there because traffic on the way out is nuts because the eclipse end and, ends and everybody leaves. But I think it's going to be okay because there's a lot of places across the country where it happens. So, yeah. Anyway, this I mean, is, we're going to awesome. have to take our own little... I will tell you, though, you know how the special glasses that you have to wear mm -hmm. for the eclipse? They say that you should look into buying them sooner rather than later because the closer yeah. we get to the eclipse the less likely you'll be able to find them or maybe you have people overcharging online Yeah, when they should be really yeah. cheap. No, it, it's that you indefinitely have them, but uh, man, we're going to be talking about this a lot. I went to the last one and I, ever since that last one and I knew there was another one coming up, I was like, it is my mission to tell everybody to go into the path of totality. And you have. It, it, yeah. So let's and do I it. And I won't stop. Maybe Anna. we'll get a little caravan to head out to Butler County. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesse, our coworker, Dana, she fills in for Grover whenever he's out. She was on today. Um, she gave me this book and a couple of different cards that go with it, and it's called The People Code. Okay. However, she did tell me that they now call it The Color Code. 
And this is, a, it's a personality thing that gives you a color. So it's like, what color are you? Yellow, red, blue, or white? Okay. And then every color is associated with a personality type. Oh, I like and, these. And yeah. you and I both like this kind of stuff. And she gave it to me to borrow the book because she knows I'm interested. And um, the point of reading the book is to try and understand yourself better. And then maybe if you meet someone who's different than you, you can kind of understand why they act the way that they act. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'm just going to read you the colors and the main thing, and you tell me what you think that you are. My, which color? Okay, I got it. Red, power wielders. Blue, do-gooders. White, peacekeepers. And yellow, fun lovers. Peacekeepers. And what do, was the last one? Peacekeeper, do-gooder, fun lover, power wielder. Which one do you just think that you are? A do-gooder. I knew, I knew, I was like, he's going to say he's a do-gooder or a peacekeeper. Yeah. Um, mine's obvious. Fun lover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one is that? Yellow? Yellow, yeah. yellow. Yeah, so, yellow. Okay, so real quick, like I'll look at my, so yellow, yes, uh, natural strength, fun loving, persuasive, carefree. And then some of my limitations, I'm uncommitted, self-centered and disorganized. Okay. Well, so. Can you kind of see that? I would not agree with you saying that you're self-centered, except for the part that you are, part of the reason you are looking, you're trying to find the perfect person to have a relationship with somebody that doesn't infringe on your independence. So that could so be maybe considered a little bit, but other than that, you selfish. don't walk around. I don't think you walk around having an ego or anything. No, I wouldn't think of it that way, but more maybe I'm selfish with my time and what I want to do. Okay. I, I would say. Yeah. Okay. So you think that blue. you are do -gooder. blue, a do-gooder and I'll, I don't think that's you. I think you're red. Okay, well, I, I predicted you were going to say that, and I have mm -hmm. a defense to that after you... Well, you um, just let me read. It's not Go ahead, bad. go okay. ahead. So here's blue, what you thought that you were. Uh. Natural strengths, compassionate, sincere, loyal. Yeah. Okay, I would say so. Limitations, worry-prone, overly sensitive, self-righteous. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I would agree with all those. Okay, so I, I can see that, but everyone's got a little bit of color... All the colors, okay? But why don't you just go ahead and say why you think I'm a power wielder? Go ahead, read the red It's not part. about that. Pa your your core motive is power. Your natural gifts are vision and leadership. Here's your strengths. Decisive, mm. assertive, action-oriented. Your limitations, selfish, insensitive, arrogant. <laughs> Always right. <laughs> I'm not making this up. So it says that reds need to look good, technically be right, be respected. They're strong leaders and love challenges. Tell me that's not you. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right? Hold on. If we're basing this off of the way I am at work, I am red. I am a leader. I like, I'm decisive. I know what I like. I am that. If it's the moment I walk out this door, I'm as blue as the sky. You go home and turn blue. I'm, I'm <laughs> call this guy blue. Okay. You're yellow all the time. Well, yellow says need to be noticed and have fun. They love life, social connections, being positive and spontaneous. Bingo. I'm like, gosh, mine could not be any more obvious mm, and upfront. Mm, mm, mm. I would agree that you have... But I was like, gosh, this red one is you. You do like to Listen, take charge. Hold on. What happened? What, what, do, you, do you remember bar class? What happens when you mix red and, uh, blue. and blue together? You turn purple. Is <laughs> so what it? are you saying? Are you purple? Well, I just thought there might be an in-between. You're just yellow. I'm, the, I'm apparently, I'm lavender. <laughs> Whoa. There is a free this quiz. Is interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm going to give you, because there's so much more to it. Uh, there's a free quiz. You can take colorcode.com. Okay. Oh, that's easy. It's pretty long, though. I, I attempted well, to take it, and it was like after 40 questions, I was like, oh, man, I don't have time for this. Well, it depends on how hard the questions are, but no, I love learning about myself. I really, especially when I read a book and it like puts a paragraph in there and it, and it explains something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is me. Yeah. You it's know? very, very Context. interesting. 
Red Lobster's deal, the all-you-can-eat shrimp, uh, shrimp promotion. Yes. Very popular. Yes. So popular, in fact, it might be the reason they lost $11 million in the third quarter of this year. Um, they made endless shrimp a permanent menu item in June. Now, I've only been to Red Lobster one time in my life. Yeah, I've not been. I've not been many times. Um, and they have also raised the price. So it was twenty bucks for unlimited shrimp. Now they are raising the price to twenty five bucks because they said more people took advantage of the promotion than they expected. But the number of people going into Red Lobsters did increase four percent compared to the prior year. But they still lost eleven million bucks. So they're just having insane. to adjust here. So they the are shrimp- going to keep it on the menu. Yeah, but they're going to raise the price. So, yeah, it sounds like they they just didn't realize how it technically it did so well that it backfired for a second. But really, overall, this is a good thing if it's bringing more people in. If it's a long term strategy, it's a good idea. Uh, I normally don't go for the um, I was going to say like all you can eat type of thing. Like a buffet, I do love a good like Golden Corral every now and then. I'm not going to lie. I don't do it very often. It is expensive for, for buffets usually. In Vegas, I paid 50 bucks for a buffet. Well, that's Vegas. For a Vegas. breakfast buffet. Well, that's Vegas. But it's but it's Vegas. But I will say this. Um, in the past, there's been places that'll do like unlimited pancakes, certain restaurants. Yeah. And with that trick, it's just like there's only so many carbs your body can take in. Shrimp, on the other hand, mm-hmm. which is protein, I could put down some shrimp. I think I could too, but I agree with you. I never really like the, or have you ever gone and paid for the, I'm thinking of bottomless mimosas. Have you ever done that at a brunch? <laughs> I have not done that. You Mimosas are also something that you can only put down so many before you got to stop. So I find that oh, I would almost rather just buy things one at a time. But it sounds, it's it's intri- it's enticing. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah just try, uh, like, I could probably eat a lot of that. Have you ever done a... Um, have you ever been on a trip where it was all inclusive? I've not. So I've done it a couple of times. And the reason it ended up being such a great experience, I went to Mexico and it was all inclusive. That was the white Russian trip where I got to, that was the worst hangar. Someone of took advantage life. of all you can drink. All you can drink, <laughs> eat, whatever. But before yeah. before the white Russians entered my life, uh, oh. let me tell you what happened. It was great. You could like just leave your hotel room and never have to carry your wallet around or yeah. like in your case, your purse or anything. Food and drink, they were just there. And and you pay for it. But that was an example where I was like, this is kind of nice. And I don't have to think about it. I don't have to pay the bill. It's already paid for. It's already paid and for. And you can eat and drink as much as you'd like. I um I did have an incident with the going back to the bottomless mimosas. Um, when I went to DC to visit my brother and his now wife, yeah. and we got a brunch right before I left. So we're like, let's have brunch before you go to the airport, Anna. And I'm like, great idea. And me and my brother, we like to have a good time. So we're like, we'll get bottomless mimosas. And we really wanted to get our money's worth. So we kind of, we went really hard in a short amount of time to where when I was on my way to the airport, I'm texting him like, whoa, dude, I don't know if this was a good idea. I ended up, I mean, I was fine. Like I were made you it. Were on the plane? Yes. I've yes. never been drunk on a plane before. Oh, I was, I, that was the point where I was like, oh man, this might be a little too far. Like I still have to maneuver my way through an airport. Do you know who you remind me of? Do you know who you <laughs> remind like, me of? Grover. <laughs> Grover because Grover, Grover if he spends a certain like, amount of money on something, he gets this 
me, me and Grover are a lot alike, but he gets in his brain. He has to get his money's worth. That's how I feel if I buy bottomless or all you can eat. I'm like, I can Let's drink and eat. I can hit the kill switch. I can I can jump out of it oh. and go. Ah, oh, this is this was a bad idea, but I'm yeah. not going to get out of control. That shrimp, I'd be hurting my stomach. Like, really? oh gosh, somebody roll me out of here. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> you have a story about something that happened to you at an all inclusive resort? Oh my gosh, I was a nanny for a family, and they took me on a trip to take care of their kids, and it was all inclusive, and I got paid to go because I was taking care of their kids but I only had to work like eight hours and then I was free to do whatever I wanted the rest of the time. Oh no. Holy crap. Girl, <laughs> don't tell so, me. Did you? So they had 12 bars <gasps> and I hit all 12 bars every night. And let's just say I gained a lot of weight, but um, got a lot of drinks in and it was awesome. But I took care of the kids, but never was sober. <laughs> wait, can we talk about that? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait. Don't do, no, do not rush past what she just said. Yes. I took care of the kids, but I was never sober, is what she just said. <laughs> so the dad was with me most of the time, too. And okay, he that was, was like, my question. way not sober. Who are you drinking with? Okay. <laughs> the parents. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's okay. like a babysitter's dream come true. Like, get to go on vacation with the family. When you're a nanny, I, I, I've not done it, but I would say it's a little different. It is like you're part of the family. And what do you do when I go on vacation with my family? We're all drinking together and there are kids there, but we're all, you know, we're all Did still you, drinking I, and having fun. Yeah, I hope you're never in the situation that that girl is because you just are constantly trying to be like the cool aunt. So like, <laughs> like, I don't even know if you're unhinged uh, and babysitting at the same time. I don't think I should ever be a nanny. No, Let's just put that up there. I don't there. know. I think there's a certain level of, uh, what word would you use? Responsibility. Wait, well, hold on, hold on. No. I, I think I could, I could be if I. Okay, well, you sound very convinced. Be. Well, if I tried to be, but you don't want to try. Well, it's I okay. didn't say that. <laughs> Sorry, no nanny for you. Just fun, Auntie Auntie Anne. Auntie Aunt Annie. That's yeah, what the oh, kids call me. Well, my bad. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. I'm this is definitely not an emotion. This is full on feeling. Um, bl maybe bloated. <laughs> we had a chocolate box of some Esther Price How many like, did you chocolates. Eat? I couldn't tell you. I ate three. Oh, I ate, I'll, it might be like seven. And but I, also, I I'd like to lot. call you out for something you did. And it was very disappointing to me. I hate it when people. Um, like, let's say there's a box of donuts out there and whoever takes the last donut, they leave an empty box. I yeah. hate it. Well, what oh, happened today is the Esther Price, they were taking the chocolates out, but leaving like the little brown wrapper where it showed that a chocolate was, yeah. there was like 10 of them in there. And Anna's like, yeah, I'm probably responsible for a bunch of those. I'm like, why don't you throw them away? Everyone else was leaving them in, so I did. Oh, uh, everybody else. But does yeah, the there wrong was thing. this. There was this box of chocolates sitting out on the counter, so it's like a free for all, mm. and they were so good. And I love a box of chocolates where you don't know what you'll get. Every bite's a surprise. I mean, they do and taste. Yeah. So I, um, every time I walked down there, I got some, but I was disappointed. Just a little bit ago, I went down to get my last couple of chocolates, and the box is gone. Whoa, that means somebody took it. Someone took it. There Ex was like... That was exactly my As thought. of 20 minutes ago, you saw me down there? Mm-hmm. There was at least 10 left. That's what I somebody, was thinking. I was like, someone just took that home. I bet. I'd like to predict who it was. Go ahead. I, I bet it was... Uh, I don't know if it was Natalie from Q102. She doesn't... Someone from the afternoon show it down was Natalie, the Natalie, Freddie, or, or Roy, one of the three. I don't hmm. think it was anybody else. Maybe well, I'll send out me. a little text message. Who decided to treat themselves Who to the whole it? box Who of done it? chocolates? 
Anyways, huh. I didn't need any more. I've eaten so many chocolates today. Um, so they did you a favor. <laughs> yes. Uh, my emotion today is uh, I was really bummed out this morning. Why is I that? was getting ready to leave my house. I was all ready to go. I had my coat on. My truck was running. I did remote start. Had my backpack on, and I dropped my bag of food in the kitchen, and my little meal prep container with broccoli rice and uh, chicken. chicken spilled all over the kitchen floor. Oh no! In the bag, every I was. Wow. Uh, it was. I had these. Fe- I had this feeling of wasted food. And wasted time all at the same time. Oh, that and you don't feed Jackson people food, do you? No. So you couldn't give him that. No. Oh, and he man. wanted it. I'm yeah. Like, no, buddy. Because if I give it to him, then I have to deal with the repercussions of that later at about three in the morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bad yeah. Idea. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. It sucked. That's it why does. I ate Chipotle twice today. I did see you with your Chipotle. Yeah. If you ever see me with two of them, that means I didn't have food. Oh. One for lunch, one for dinner. I'm sure you got plenty more chicken, rice, and broccoli. Oh, they well, yeah. away <laughs> in your fridge. And I, 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 I do. Don't, don't. Whatever you do, don't worry about me. <laughs> Jesse's just. He's I've got turkey in there too. Up with chicken, rice, and broccoli. I for do days. love those. It's the, the trifecta. Those. That's yep. what powers this body. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.